Hello everyone, welcome to Sex Plus Slash and Violence, we're a weekly punk rock movie podcast where we talk about boobies and balls and violence and revenge and hammers to the face and killing Mr. Robot just cause, cause he's there, cause that's the movie we're doing. Anyway, I'm one Mr. of your Robot? hosts, Mr. Robot, the new uh, Freddie Mercury. Yes, yeah. he's he's in this. Didn't you see him? For uh, a hot minute, a for and... fucking five seconds. Yeah, I, I missed him then. Yeah, I sure. had to IMDb it and be like, wait a minute. That's him. Yep. I got his haircut once. I went to the barbershop and I'm like, make me look like Mr. Robot. And they were like, your head's what, all wrong. What is wrong with you? <laughs> no, I I thought I looked charming. Anyway, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Gabriel Mara, and with me as always is my co-host Ryan Snyder. Hi, Ryan. Hello. How are you? Good. You? I'm good. I just saw you. Yeah. Like. A bunch of times in the last day or two. Yeah, we, I saw you more than ever on a day off. Yeah, pretty pretty wild. It's nice. We met up, then yep. we broke, then we met up again. Yeah. And then we broke, and now we're meeting again. Here we are again. Third time in 36 hours. Well, it's a good thing we enjoy each other's company. Hey. Those beautiful blue eyes of yours. Thanks, Aww, baby. babe. Anyway, we have a very special guest today. Guest, introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Philip Laporta. Uh, I'm guesting here because uh hi uh, phil hi gabe hi ryan hi welcome um i'm guesting here because uh one day uh sitting at the bookstore with you guys uh, we started talking movies and gabe threw it out there he's like you should come on and i'm like i'm not that good at movies but yes this sounds like a fun time be on our show you and yeah. your beautiful blue eyes oh well thank you so beautiful. much and you brought beer too and you brought beer I, it's an excellent guest all I, I brought were my shit brown eyes and my own smoothie I still feel yeah. a little bad if I'd have had a little, and told Ryan if I'd had extra time I would have baked cookies. Like, Aww. Next time That's it's so nice. next time it's cookies. <laughs> he's coming back. I'm coming yeah. just for the he's cookies. It back. doesn't we matter how cookies. this episode goes. He's I was gonna back. say this episode could tank, but it's like wait a minute, he did say cookies. He did say cookies. He's bringing space, fucking cookies, bro. Space cookies. Fucking cookies. So, Phil, yes. um, give our listeners a bit of an indication of who you are, what you do, what are your qualifications? Ooh, uh, I always like to start out when anybody asks that by saying I'm complicated. Oh, uh, I yes. was once You're told... You're just like Nancy Myers' film. Huh? That's a deep cut. It's not that deep. It I... stars Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep and uh, Steve Martin. Wow. That's not something our audience would... No. Yeah, craft, sorry. Craft sorry, Phil, go on. I, that's okay. You just exposed my complete lack of qualifications <laughs> for being here. No, you're better off that way. Um... I'm complicated. I, uh, I'm, I'm an Italian kid from New Jersey who ended up in Lehigh Valley for college and grad school. And uh, I stuck around here, but somewhere in between I found time to um, take up mixed martial arts, get a PhD in physics, teach at Princeton for three years, win a teaching award there, win a teaching award at Lehigh while I was a grad student, referee women's flat track roller derby. That's yeah. complicated. Yeah, it's that's weird. Very I, I think you're and overqualified a, for the show. And I've a been, little bit, yeah. And I've been a professional magician for 16 years, so I mean, yeah. So Gabriel told me that about you, and I was like, really? Get the hell out of here. That's such an interesting, like, little back pocket trick yeah. to have. Uh, literally, as yeah. a matter of fact. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I got into it in college. I hated it as a kid. Hated. it. I grew up in the Copperfield era, and mm-hmm. I was just like, well, yeah, sure, it's on TV. Anybody can do this. <laughs> Give me the TV and the dancing girls. We could do this. But when I got to college, I, I started to. I, I ran into somebody. He started teaching me, and then uh, I saw magic close up and done well, and I was like, oh, oh, this is about something. 
This is the difference between a, a really good movie and a really crappy movie. It's okay. like, yeah, we, we can do this and it could be fluff. Or you could do this and it could mean something and connect with people. And, and that's when I got into it. it Close-up magic's awesome. That I, I like to think of myself as this cool, jaded dude sometimes. But really, if someone does good magic in front of me, I turn into a, like, a, like a giggling little girl. I'm just like, it's like, all right, yeah, let's see the card. <gasps> oh my god, it was my card! <laughs> so, so what is most, do you do like more like just sleight of hand kind of stuff? Or is it more than that, like? Um, generally, I'm a sleight of hand guy. I fell in love with cards early on. Okay, cool. just something sexy about cards. Hell yeah! Um, just it, and also they they go anywhere, which mm-hmm. is a nice thing. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that your card? How did it get there, Phil? I'm <laughs> so not sorry. allowed to tell you in many states, but um, you should clean your underwear more often. <laughs> just so you know. Jeez, what the hell's wrong with you? But. <laughs> Full derail. Had a moment, yeah. Yes. Uh, mostly cards. I do a little bit of mentalism, mind reading, but mostly with cards. But I mean, I'll do stage stuff, but um, okay. not like the woman box stuff. Oh, okay. okay. No, that's that's fine. You know, but you know, stuff Still on awesome stage. Stuff. So in summation, Phil's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And we are very lucky to have him on our show. Well, thank th- you, Phil. Yeah, thank, thank you, you guys, coming. very much for having me. Of oh, course. It's a pleasure. I appreciate it greatly. So yes, the movie we did is something we Threatened kind of to alluded do. to when we watched the original version of this, mm-hmm. and we talked about it last week. Yeah. Gabe, what is that movie? So the movie we watched for this episode was Old Boy, not the 2003 not the movie one. by Park Chan-wook. <laughs> it is the Spike Lee movie starring old Thanos himself, Josh Brolin. Yep. Wow. And Charlton Copley doing the worst performance of his career, I hope. And I, he's if there was like he's a normally so good. He's amazing. Like, like District what? Nine is incredible. Oh, I love I that love movie. That, that movie. Is a it's fantastic fucking, film. Like that movie is what Avatar should have been. It yeah. should have been cheap and brilliant and tight and fucking great. And then Charlotte Copley walks into this movie from the set of a B rent like sixties Bond film. Could they get him a suit that fit? By the way, yeah. What the yeah. hell was with that? Oh my god! I, I, I'm like, thinking I if they ever the make a young him. Alfred movie, he's the number one choice. Oh, he'd be great. No, like I'm. I'm oh. That would be. He's so he's dope. That's all I so thought. Charming. That would be dope. I would I would watch that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like I wonder who who was who were they talking to that they gave him that haircut and that accent choice and that outfit choice, and and hmm. oh we need the villain to look like a douchebag. Yeah, I, I mentioned in my memory I was certain that in his first appearance in the bar scene he's wearing a big red like fur lined coat. He's not, but in my memory he might as well have been. It, yeah. In reality he might as well have been. No. So Ryan, Mentally, I made, I made a joke it. about it when we did the original Old Boy episode. Yes. Was did I before we get into what that he's in the wrong movie? Did I undersell or oversell how fucking bad Charlotte Copley is in this? You undersold how bad he was in this, and undersold how bad this movie <laughs> is in general. You know, when I saw it, I was shit faced. So I was like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe <laughs> I was just feeling too passionate about how much I love the original. No. Sorry, dude. But um, before we do that, Phil, as our guest, do you want to give listeners a very brief uh, recap of what the movie is? Oh, okay. Uh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. that's Are we good? excellent. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Right. That's, that's um, pretty good. Um. A, a general horrible human being is uh, doing horrible things and abducted and in, in this version of Old Boy, locked away in a room for 20 years, as opposed to the 15 in the original. Yeah. I mean, irrelevant to the plot, but locked away, has no idea why, gets out and seeks revenge. I mean, that's it in a nutshell. I mean... Yeah. That's right. There, there, there's some pathos in there a little bit, but it's not in this movie. No. It should be in the story, but boy, this one just... 
Yeah. Right, let's, let's, let's dive right into it. Ryan, let's start with you. What's wrong with this movie? Too many white people. <laughs> that can't, can't be just be it. Uh, it's the, the original Old Boy, is so, it's so good that there's no reason that it needed to be updated for American audiences. It's perfect as it is. Like, if Americans would just stop, like, not wanting to watch, like, foreign language films... Read the fucking subtitles, dude. It's an awesome movie. It's not going to kill you if you can read. Yeah. Like, or listen the, the to one... a shitty dub. It's fine. Yeah, oh, shitty dub is fine, too. Like, there was one glaring moment in, where I was like, why did you need to remake this? Is when they did the uh, the long take uh, hammer, the fight. hammer fight. The ha- yeah. And the original is amazing. That blew my mind when I saw yeah, it. Like, then when I, I watched this, it's like... I'm almost in tears watching that original version. Like, that, the, the mournful trumpets. This is a man of nothing to lose. He's just fighting his way through a hallway. And in this version, it's fucking... Uh, 1998 Double Dragon. It's like a shit, it's like, yeah. It's, it's fucking obnoxious. Dude, it's a shitty band covering an awesome song. Yes. Like, that's a pretty good analogy. My note on that is Hammer uh-huh. Fight is just shit. That's yeah. all, that's, like, it just, there's none of that intensity and none of that, like, desperation. Mm-hmm. You, you just don't feel it. You're looking at this and you're going, yeah, he's getting out. Yeah. You just yeah. know it. Mm-hmm. I hate no, how they no recreated the, the elevator scene, too, where, like, he, you see another group, group of people and then the elevator closes and opens and bodies fall out. That's done even better than the original one. God, yeah. Oh, this, God. this, I think this movie doesn't really do anything better. It, it has a couple. Of, okay, how about how about let's go a different direction. Wait, no, one, like I have one thing it does better. Okay. The only thing I thought it did better was how he meets uh, the 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 girl who turns out to be his daughter. Marie. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. If you, if you've all seen over. this Listen. one and also not the first one, get on it, guys. Yeah, come on, yeah. people. What do you do? Not sure our listeners. Just fucking get on it, dude. We believed in you. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a little more plausible that he meets her like as a as a as a clinic nurse as a triage type situation yeah. as opposed to sushi chef. Yeah, Mantis from Guardians yeah. leads him there. I felt like that was a little bit more plausible. I think that, otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 go with the other direction. What's good about this version? Because clearly we all love the original Korean film. The original Korean film was consistently in my top three favorite movies of all time. It's fucking perfect. It's brutal. It's, Elizabeth it's... Olsen's tits. Okay, there's that. There's yes. one. That's lovely. They're, they're yeah. nice. Yeah. Not, not to be creeps, but they are they are lovely. And I think she's an amazing actress. Oh, yes, yeah, that absolutely. Too. Yeah, sure. Sure, yeah. Have you guys seen Martha Marcy May Marlene? Uh, maybe bits and pieces. I was I was fucking floored by that movie. It was my favorite film of like 2010 or whatever when it came out. I was It was amazing. And her performance is no small part of that. She wasn't awful in this, but no, th- she didn't have a lot to do. She, yeah. yeah. Just, hey, can you, like, run around and, like, hang out with uh, this guy Brolin, while he's doing stuff? Do a thing. Yeah. It's fine. Just be something for him to, like, bounce lines off of. Yeah. I, like, I think there's only one, one or two things that I think works in this movie that doesn't work in the other thing. But then again, it works because... I'll get into that. Anyway, what works in this is that they Americanize some of the logic... Mm-hmm. The, the original works like a Baroque, like, gothic romantic story. That's why the music is beautiful and the colors and everything. Everything is slightly heightened and everything is strange. So when you bring in something like, oh, how does she fall in love with him right away? Or, oh, the hypnotism. Oh, there's a magical another hypnotist. Or there's, there's leaps in logic in the original that you're like, I'm fine with this. Because tonally, mm-hmm. this completely works. It's almost like a fairy tale. There's a monster. There's a high tower. There's a hero. There's a dragon, etc. And it works. In this, they wanted to tell a more American story of American plot yeah. contrivances. And the one thing that I kind of liked was uh, 
in a, again, a fucking horrible scene, the climax of this movie, which is my favorite thing in the fucking original, the, the way they do it, the TV set and everything, yeah. I'm like, fine, fine, and then he does the speech, and I'm like, gross, terrible, oh. terrible, but he does, Charlotte Copley does bring that whole thing that... The tw- the twenty year thing makes more sense the way he describes it. It's not hypnotism. He's been slowly manipulating her for twenty yeah. years to get her to fall in love with I him. Like hypnotism which better. I'm like, okay, I like that. I, That's kind of cool. I'm on Ryan's side. I actually like the hypnotism just a yeah. little bit better. And that's not me being a magician. It just if something <laughs> if. Having that suggestion there mm-hmm. seems to make it just that much more plausible than we're just going to set this up and hope it works. That's yeah. a, that's a long shot. I felt like I mean, mm-hmm. it's just all the manipulation. You mean you waited to place the girl until she you found a home that yeah, he got her a job at hospice. We happened to be right there, and you knew that the dad was going to be distant, which <laughs> automatically forces daddy issues on someone. Yeah, magically. We're just going to hope she gets addicted to smack. Yeah. No, I, honestly, I would love to see that whole movie of how Charlotte Copley is like, ma- like puppet mastering and giving her heroin. Like he's wearing a terrible fake eye patch. But I'm he's like, like, hey, Marie, <laughs> you want to try some smack? Yeah. I would fresh really age, fresh age. <laughs> yeah, except I'd rather him do it with your accent than yeah. the whatever he used here. Like if he had done some Muppet Show shit, that would have been great. But I, I, <laughs> my, I guess my, uh, my 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 screenwriting structural brain just wants to find clearer logic at all times. I liked that, but that's literally the only thing that worked for me. Otherwise, besides, I kind of like the ending of "I'm locking myself away forever." By now, I yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry, I, I uh, cut pieces out of your throat, Sam Jackson. Here's some diamonds. Mm-hmm. Lock me away forever. Back to it, Phil. Why is this movie shit? Oh, that or good? You know, I was gonna say, what did you? What I was gonna say, Ryan. What was it that you found good about it? Because uh, uh, you have to boobs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a simple man. Oh, I, I like the performances for the most part. I really hated that climax. I think the climax in the Korean version like- is this master class of acting, of desperation and direction. Yeah. And in this one, it's just kind of like a medium shot of Berlin going, no. The first 20 minutes aren't really that bad. I was like, oh, oh yeah. this can't be that bad. Like his whole time trapped in the hotel room and everything. I was like, yeah, okay. That he did good. All right. This is, this is uh, you know, I, I expect this to be a little bit different. And it is. It's being a little bit different. And I enjoyed it right up until, like, pretty much... I guess I was enjoying it until the, the, the hammer fight. Mm. And that's when I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're giving it benefit of the doubt until that hammer fight yeah. happens. And all the poetry is gone from this movie. The one thought I had on this, which I mentioned it when we did the original Old Boy, was that Tarantino is such a huge fan of this, and he's got, like, a known beef with Spike Lee, so I'm wondering if, like, Spike Lee decided to remake it like so Tarantino couldn't touch it. Oh, that's interesting. I no, like Spike Lee disowned this movie. It's called a Spike Lee film rather than a Spike Lee joint because he hate like he has yeah. a, like Spike Lee has a 3-hour cut of this movie that he loves that will never see the light of day. What I mean, could it, could it be worse, right? Yeah. yeah. Um the interview um, say that um when asked about his original cut and why it changed, all Spike Lee says is tough motherfucking business. Apparently, this studio heads. So, the studio heads wanted an hour forty movie. But like, this is I don't the, this think is I don't think is going to be better. But don't don't get me wrong. I don't think three hour version is going to be like the forgotten classic. I think it's still going to be well, dumb but and this bad. Is another, this is another like example of these things. Like to bring up Tarantino again. Like when you have these cuts of movies, why not just release them? Like you have a three hour cut. Cool. Give me a special edition DVD. It'll make some bucks. Where's my whole bloody affair, motherfucker? 
I think Where's my five-hour-long Kill Bill movie? I think that it could, like they, they'd make money by releasing it digitally. I think back when, back during the days of Blade Runner, why there was 50 million editions, is that it cost money to produce DVDs to release them. So now that we live in the digital age where Louis C.K. can sell his own TV show for, like, five, per, bucks. for, for five bucks, right. I don't think it's, it's much to ask for to be like, hey, Spike... Clear it and just Phil, do you have, do you have a, a super cut you're waiting for to come up? Oh, do I? Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, Day the clown died, right? <laughs> Good God! Or no, cried? I cried. Cried. I don't think I do. Um, every every movie that I watch, I'm I'm either upset with or content with, and I've never seen one that I think to myself, you know what? If that had some more time, uh huh. Okay. Usually, usually I go the other way. I, um, lately, it seems like with a lot of movies, I complain about how, how lax the editing is as opposed to how tight it is. Mm-hmm. It's just there's so much that could be done away with. And that's one of my complaints about this thing. I just went through five pages, and that's why I deferred to you because I was like, do you find anything you like about this movie? Because <laughs> no I've got notes. five little pages of notes, and, and it's bullshit, shit, sucks, <laughs> what the fuck, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Um, every, every, I mean, so, but no, I don't think there's a, a super cut or a... a, a Large edition, I think I'd like to see the extended. Ah, there's okay, actually, oddly enough, and Gabe and I were talking about this. There's one I would like to see a little bit extra of, um, and it, it's it's my Grody Valentine, basically. It's mm. uh, it's Repo the Genetic Opera, word, because there were two or three songs that were in the original production that didn't make it to the movie for time and budget and everything, and I'm like, I would like to see how you did that with that cast and that cinematography, because that was fantastic. They shot it, but they didn't include it? No, it was never shot, but, oh, but uh, it was, uh, I believe it was part of the original like stage performance type thing. I see. And I so see. the songs are written, you know, and, and it's all set, and it's just, they cut it out. The one good thing was the way they put that kind of plot in was uh, by using uh, Terrence Zadunich, the author, and, and uh, what do you call the guy who writes the... Uh, the music, the score, Composer. not the score. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Dramaturg. Not. Yeah. I've always liked that term. Not a theater guy by yeah. nature, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, um, he's also a comic book artist. Cool. And so they used his comic panels and his drawings to sort of fill in that plot. Right. Oh, his ears cool. worked up. Yeah. That was kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was kind of dope, but I would love to see the. Uh, I would love to see those shots filmed with those people singing the the songs as it was. But otherwise. Oh. I, I honestly can't think of a, I can't think of one that I would like. Listeners, stay tuned for a future episode of My Grody Valentine featuring Phil. Hey. Cool. Yes. Grody Valentine. Phil, let's go down that list. What 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 else oh was hurt? What what hurt you about this movie? I mean, you 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 I love mean, the original, right? I, the original was fantastic. Let's just talk about the original for a while. Can we just do that? Because I love it so much. I, I can tell you. We, we have an I, episode of that though. <laughs> we do. I have a I have a list. I was like, wait a minute. Before I watch this, mm-hmm. you, with having you primed me about like this is gonna be bad, I said, all right, what made the original work? And mm-hmm. let's just see if we can have like a checklist of like. Things that worked that maybe they got. No, not a single fucking thing. I swear yep. to God. Uh, I went, it's like, all right, what, what was it? It was the brutality of those fight scenes. The fact that it was all desperate fighting. Mm-hmm. It was all really hard and tight. And, and, and it just felt like he might actually get his ass beat. This, you know, it felt kind of bro to me. In the original? Like, just a brolin in that role. Like, yeah, you, like why you can, about why, it. Like, don't give us a bruiser. In the original, also, like, he doesn't kill anywhere near as many people. He be like maims the fuck out of them. Yeah. But he doesn't. And yeah. in this in this movie, your hammer, your hammer fight. It's, he just it's all, it's he all fucking disables. murders dudes like a second right away. And it's like, like they really enjoy yeah. the big gory broy kind of thing. And uh, going back to Sam Jackson and the broy thing, 
a complete tonal mistake is that in the original, uh, Odesu is like frozen basically, and he only lets out his rage. He only feels anything at the very end of it. And when he's torturing uh, the fucking guy, Mr. Han, he's stone faced, and he's not enjoying no, torturing not him at all. He's just doing it because he's he's been stripped of his humanity. And in this version, Brolin's like, <laughs> I'm gonna torture you now, and it's gonna be rad. Yeah, I want to cut pieces off. You took it, pull your fucking head off my hands. Like, and that, so he's like, smiling and that's like, this is the most absurd line. Don't yeah. try to make this movie cool. Old boy's not that's, cool. That's what it's, it's trying beautiful. to do. It's, it's trying to put it through the prism of like. Uh, an American like action film, which uh, it works for some movies. I mean, look at like your John Wick's, uh, Atomic Blonde, a more recent sure. example. Like, give me hyper violence, but make it stylish, glitzy. Don't just be like broy and violent for the sake of being violent. There's mm-hmm. gonna be something behind it. It's the bro version of Old Boy. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I I was thinking about this as I was going. One of my notes is: Do you think that Samuel L. Jackson and Josh Brolin should have switched roles? That would have been fucking cool. Yeah, that would have yeah. been awesome. Cause just he Josh Brolin just didn't. I I like Josh Brolin. I mean, you know, fine. You know, I mean, he's he's always gonna be. He's always gonna have a heart. It plays in my heart. Goonies never yeah, say die. But sure. but I, I just saw the two of them in that scene, and I'm like, no, Brolin, you're not selling this to me. Like you're not cold enough to be cutting these chunks out of his neck. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson is a cold. Oh yeah. He, yeah. He and can do it. His depth of emotion. It. Imagine Sam Jackson having that breakdown from the original Old Boy. Like Josh Brolin's breakdown at the end of this is oh, yeah. so. Although he did, bang. he did have like a what haircut breakdown? that made him look like he could be like Chris Tucker's dad in Fifth Element. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he changes it to blue later on. Yeah, then back to blonde, I think. Dorky. Yeah, Dorky. not a good. Not not, a, not, not great. A good, not a good choice. Not great. Not a good choice. I would no. have loved to see that. I don't know. Just Brolin's roles in the last like. 10 years have all been kind of like typecasty, like big tough guys now. I thought he was great as George W. Bush in W. I didn't watch that. He's Is actually very funny I heard that and charming fun. in that movie. It's, it's solid. It's well worth Look at this. I mean, you got Old Boy. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Inherent Vice. Oh, yeah. Inherent Vice. I haven't seen it Now he's going to be Cable, yeah. Thanos. Mm-hmm. You're playing Ultimate Badasses. And that's I think that's, again, you don't need an Ultimate Badass to play like an Odesu. Yeah. You need an Everyman. That's part yeah. of what connected because he was such an unassuming guy. Odey, so it was just—it mm-hmm. was just weird, kind of a lout. It was a weird dude. I mean, it, I mean, and, and Brolin starts <sighs> the movie as like a a lousy person, sure, mm-hmm. but he's still like a very elitist. High, yeah, he's yeah. still like high powered, like ad exec, like mm-hmm. drinking in the office, and, and yeah, like he's like a brutish goon. You like almost yeah. hated him to begin with, and you're like, good. Good for you. Fuck, I'm glad you're locked up. Whereas yeah. in, the, in like the original, you're like, oh shit, what happened to this guy? I mean, he was just exactly. like he was just drunk being an asshole, it, but like we've like all been there. You read, yeah. you see this movie, and it looks like that Mark Protosevich, the writer, he went through a screenwriting book, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna follow these rules. You don't need to follow the rules when it comes to the old boy. And it's like, oh, I should be showing and not telling. And it's like, no, it was fine when we were telling because Odysseus is a shitty person, and the more time I spend with him, the more I dislike him. Yeah. I want to see him get broken down. I don't need to see a series of red herrings about oh this is exactly why Joseph is a shitty dude we get it you can tell me it's a shitty dude it's fine it's yes. called acting I actually have that note here it's it's it, when when he's doing the unraveling of the, the brother sister well the original the brother sister thing yeah. and now it's the family thing like it's just, 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 it's all so spelled out it's like 
Mm-hmm. That lovely sequence in the other one where he's walking through the, the, the empty, abandoned school, not bought out and fenced off, abandoned, yeah. <laughs> where he can just walk through his memories, mm-hmm. which to someone who has spatial memory like I do, when I walk through plays, I'm like, oh, well, I remember I was last year and I could see it happen. Cool. I was like, that was a beautiful scene for somebody. I was like, wow, that was awesome. This, it's just like, oh, well, we just let's spell this out for everybody. And mm-hmm. therefore, they can, it's like, oh, well, wait a minute. No, stop that. And also, who the fuck hires a guard to watch a place and then sends them home at night? The fuck are they doing? That bothers me. Uh, the shift's done for the day. Robbers don't come out at night. We all know that. <laughs> this should be safe in the dark. Mm-hmm. Get the f- that pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, and the whole, like, the, the incest line with it, like, through both movies is fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. But the way that... Um, they do it in the original. Like there's a there's a like almost a tenderness with yeah, it's kind appro- of beautiful. approach it. Yeah, in a weird way it's beautiful. I'm not like advocating incest porn no. or anything like that. But, like, we hear it's sex and violence. Don't advocate. Yeah, we do not advocate <laughs> sex with your sibling. But like the way that they approach it is uh, is very sweet and like it's a, yeah. a sweetness that it's to a it. love story. Yeah. It's then, a fucked up love story. And then it circles the the back day, around to the, like that. Even Libu Jean's of like his whole plan is to force two people to be in love, which is kind of romantic. That's yeah. that's very gothic and bleak and horrible. But it's also about love. It's a romantic story. Yeah, yeah. I also found it like the whole thing just ten times creepier in this. Am I? Am I? Am I to get the assumption that? Shelton was like fucking his dad too. Yeah, every, the dad was every, fucking everyone. Felt like, was fucking yeah, everyone. Yeah. And like honestly, because it, it's I, not like explicit, but he's like, we shared this thing together. I was like, did you suck your dad's too? Oh no, no, yeah. Like remember, like when the he, dad walks in the room, he starts undoing his belt. He's like, hey, father. He starts undoing. Oh, his I belt. thought he was just like kind of like chilling on the couch. No, he was taking no, off his pants. No, he was getting oh. ready for uh, yeah, for, for a pound, laundering. Like, go to pound town. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Really, like when I, I remember when I was drunk seeing this the first time, I pointed and laughed at that scene because it was so bad and it ruins it it almost hurts the original yeah because it's it's such a wrong-headed thing to do it's like yeah look at the pervert he's shouting about how he's in love that's wrong and gross and horrible absolutely no questions about it there's no tenderness in that thing creepy dad rapes his family not fucking cool horrible in the original there is a is like you said ryan there's a tenderness about a cup like a like siblings who fall in love it's weird, but there's warmth. Hey, people watch Game of Thrones. This is true. Ah, people, people yeah. are shipping uh, yeah, Snowman like, yeah. and Fire Lady. Yeah, yeah. Jon Snow, we want you to fuck your aunt, and that's that's okay. But like, old boy's weird. <laughs> well, I thought about something just now. It's kind of a, this is, I just realized that this is probably me just being way late to the party on this. But like, it's like a reverse Oedipus. Exactly, almost because it's not son to mom; it's daughter to father. Yeah. And it's not son approaching mom, it's father approaching daughter. It's a weird reverse Oedipus story. Hmm. Like, uh, jail time. It's called jail time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems way more predatory this way. I, yeah. And, uh, wait a minute, where's my notes on that? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, 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 this is the habit of the guy who was, you know, the good student growing up. It's like, uh, wait, I took notes on this. Hold, hold on, man, hold on. Wait a minute, where the hell was that? The, and what's funny is you say that, and I my note was everything was like especially the, like the sex scenes, I, there, again there was this weird tenderness between the brother and the sister, everything was shorter and more awkward. It felt so forced, mm-hmm. like forced you, and aggressive. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was just not. Yeah. The amount of, the amount of boobies. Phil is speechless. Yeah. The amount of boobies does not pay for price of admission. Oh God, no. Remake. It's as lovely as they are. I can see boobs anywhere. I, I go. I want to see Old Boy for a good story, and yeah. really like. I, I, I frequently return to the scene in my memory. I love and one of my favorite scenes in cinema history is when, like Lee Wajin's revenge is complete, and he flashes back to letting his sister die on the dam, yeah. and yeah. that beautiful song swells, and he has everything. We, we stay with this man, and when he's finally achieved everything, and he has nothing still, and the, and it ends that beautiful last shot to his head. Mm-hmm. In this in this fucking thing, it's like Charlton Copley's like, and done. Bye. Yeah. Do we have to quote Hamlet? Really? Is that what he does? I didn't realize. Yeah, it was a Hamlet line. Oh, okay. Oh. I thought it was Colin. No, what? Wrath of? Yes. Oh. I think he quotes Hamlet. Is that Hamlet also? I believe so. Oh, hey. No, wait a minute. No, 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 no. The rest is silent. my last no. breath, I stab um, at thee. Is that Macbeth? You guys are so Listeners, sorry. tweet at sorry. us. Sorry, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> a physics PhD, not English. Sorry, mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, I, I realized I, I Hamlet's last words were, um, no, if, um... Flights of Angels singing to no, that's Horatio speaking. To him. You know what? Forget it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listeners, we tweet tried, at Top Gal Radio and or SNV Podcast. All you Shakespeare scholars out there, or Danny, Danny, you'll know. Uh, I have so many problems with this movie. I mean, the the other thing is like there's so many things that bothered me. Like, mm-hmm. there was something about the f- the framing of the shots. Oh yeah. Everything in, in the original is so claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when he gets out, it's still claustrophobic because he still is effectively in a prison. He's still yeah. trapped, and everything is is tight to the face. You don't ever pull out. There's no wide shot ever. In this movie, it's it, as soon as you're out, it's all open, and it's like it doesn't. You you see what's going on. You want to be confused like him. You want those tight shots. <sighs> yep. No, it, it's just it's just visually and tonally inconsistent. It just kept on wanting to do a cool thing. And I really dislike the music in this. The music's completely forgettable. It's just not there. Yeah, I can't even think of a point of reference I, in my head of it. I, like, I feel like this this was a version made for dumb Americans. Yeah, like, I, I they, completely they, they agree. They sat down and said, let's make a version of this for stupid Americans. Let's explain everything. Let's take too much time. And then cut out the important 20 minutes, anything emotional and real. All right, and I want never... you to show the trailer for this right after a commercial for Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Like you were never gonna Pretty take much. exactly how beautiful and operatic and perfect the original Korean is and transport it to America without doing some deep damage to the story. But the very least he could have done was not make was was keep the love story intact. It's about perversion and it's yeah. about love. It's not about like oh hello fella, is it time for my bumming? Yeah. It's like oh very nice. Gross. My bumming. Not cool. My, my bumming. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't good. It's just not good. <laughs> no. It's it's, just it's, bad. it's not good, um, yeah. Right, uh, let's let's circle this in here. Okay. If you were to show someone the original, would you recommend that they watch this version, or would you recommend that they just stay away from it forever? Stay the fuck away. There's there's no reason to see that. If you're willing to read the subtitles, there's no reason to see this. If you're not willing to read the subtitles, this movie, don't there's watch still it. no reason to see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't deserve old boy if you don't want to watch the subtitles. Put some yeah. effort in. Yeah. Read a little bit. Dear God. There's not that many big words, I promise. It, it, it's ultimately 100% a forgettable movie. No matter which way mm-hmm. you frame it, the, the new one... I feel icky thinking about this movie. I remember parts of it, and I'm just like, this is bad filmmaking. Gross. Not fun. Yeah. Five, five, pa- five, pages worth of, five pages worth of notes, and the only thing I'm like, well, I mean, 
boobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty much where we're all at. And, that, and that's one last simple thing. That suitcase was way too fucking comfy. Yeah. That was a big it's, suitcase it's really that came small out. really small in the original. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're like, well, he's being tortured even on the way out. And mm-hmm. now it's like, no. And Give him some room. He won't want to stretch his legs. Like, what? The, the original's filled with so many moments of real human strangeness and comedy. Like, that whole thing when he comes out of the suitcase, and there's the fucking guy with the dog, yeah. and then he forces him to listen to the story, and just as when he's about to tell his story, yeah, he fucking fuck. dips, and he just kills himself. And yeah. it's like, yep, it's funny, and it's weird. But let me, let me bring, a, let's bring this to a game to wrap it up this segment. Who would you guys have rather played the character of Adrian Price? Hmm... A good villainous rogue. Yes. It's got to be a little bit in like the uh, 35 to 45 age range. I mean, I'm tempted to just say keep Charlton Copley, but dress him and direct him to be like (laughs) Christian Bale. Be like, hey, be a normal guy who's really cool and successful. Yeah, can you not just, can you not be a fucking creep? Yeah, can I be a weirdo? I fucked your dad, but like... Yeah, it's it's. We keep that in the back of the mind. Yeah, don't be a yeah, fucking that, weird nerd. That's not your key characteristic. Yeah. In in the Korean version, it was played as just a quiet, menacing presence. This was yeah. like you yeah. said. He's, he said it's, it's a Bond over, villain. It's yeah. like why, why did you go over the top? In the original, he's cool. You like him even. He's captivating and he's successful and fun and interesting and he's very very strange. And this, he's just fucking lame they're, they're, I'm gonna beat this movie to death with a baseball bat <laughs> they're, they're playing the creepy European trope basically yeah, yeah. why we didn't need that and Luxembourg and they had to do that creepy European trope and they had to do the, uh, the, the the stereotypical Asian selling tchotchkes on the street yes while wearing the the, the wings yeah. as, a, as an homage and, and all I could think is the original movie was saying don't do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, no, just stop. I, I honestly stop, can't please. think of a single person. I, I Again, Charlton Copley's so good in so many things. Yeah. Just Whose fault is this? Is this Spike's I was going to add, that was going to be my this next question. This is Spike's fault. This is, no, you know what? This is America's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job, America. This is, this is 100% our fault. This is a metaphor for our country this, versus Korea. No, it's 100% true. It's the reason why we have to have, uh, like, art house cinemas to get, like, the original old boy in because it would never sell in like a regular multiplex. It's why we our don't coffee put cups any, say hot on Yeah, them. we don't put anything <laughs> but our own product in our own theaters and it I've bitched about this numerous times before on this podcast. But like we we just don't accept other like countries culture in. Which we should. I mean we're supposed to be a melting pot culture. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. We you know when it comes to arts and things like that, yeah that's fine. We'll eat your food but fuck your movies. Mm-hmm. That's that's really what it comes down to. See more Korean films, people. Yeah, and put in a little effort. Jeez. Yeah, put yeah, in a little fucking Christ. effort. Read some Learn how to use chopsticks. Yeah, I did. Grow up, everyone. This is bullshit. <laughs> yep. All right. Any yeah. last thoughts before we go off on break? I feel bad coming over, and now everybody's angry. No, no <laughs> this is good. Every, everyone's, no, everyone's good. Everyone's we, nice we, and pissed off. We want to have a riled up episode because we, we've been having a lot of like I one, really one like this. Oscar You've enjoyed the last couple of movies I've yeah. listened that you've watched. It's mm-hmm. been good, and yeah. Well, our last episode, um, we do Frank starring Fassbender, and we pull a yeah. Reverse Phantasm. Yeah, Gabriel slowly convinces me that I hate it. After I, in the beginning, I'm like, yeah, I actually really like this. I'm gonna give it yeah. a B. And then the more he talks, I'm like, man, this movie actually Wait, sucks. Wait, man, I did suck. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, welcome, join Bring me. Down. I don't think you released that episode yet. That's a, the no, it's coming no, okay, out that's on why. T- 
Thursday. Because I heard you flip the coin about it. Yep. Yes. But then I did. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying to myself. Thank you for listening to our show, by the way. Yeah. Phil. You're welcome. It's fun to listen to, and damn it, you should be listening. At, well, obviously you are if you're. At the <laughs> yes. Tell your friends. That was, an echo, that was an echo chamber statement. Yes. Sorry. Or write, or tell your friends to write reviews on iTunes because we need them. Yeah. We'll give you. I was gonna say we'll give you a bump on our podcast over there. Woo. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We'd love to guest on your show. Oh, we'd love to have you guys. We would guarantee at some point we'll do a movie episode on the Podcrawl. 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 Yep. Oh, uh, and that's right. Hey, and that would be the Whip Around podcast, which should be releasing imminently. Probably by the time this comes out, you could find us. Outstanding. Perfect. So let's go on break, and then we'll come back with another segment about watching shit. Cool. Cool beans. Danny, got something for us? everybody. My name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies, too. But the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good. Because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh-oh. Um, the Sith. Because, yep, uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my god, this, this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what, I know what that's like. And surely... Our... You were in a car that landed in Blackwater? Yeah, I dude, I know. I fucking killed him. You fought? Just, uh... <laughs> you, oh, okay. Never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay. Because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit gun girl possess? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one run-in with the police... I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no. Not going no, that way. We're not a political podcast. No. Uh, we're just we're just milk-chugging right-wingers, though. <laughs> milk-chugging? And books. Into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wise book. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot-ass top gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff and then when you're done with that go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck to the throat area and then go ahead and give slow readers a spin go search itunes and search up the name slow readers check us out slow readers comes out every monday you can also check us out on twitter at top gallant radio Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence. Hi Ryan. Hi Gabriel. Hi, Hi. Phil. Hi Phil. Welcome back. Hi Ryan. Hi Lovely Gabe. break. Had to jump outside. It's a little warm in here. Mm-hmm. I hate the days when it just like heats up in here. Yeah. And no we're just we're just sexy dudes in a hot room. So. I know. Steamy. Hot dudes in a sexy room. Mm. Mm. The mm. room is sexy. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, yeah, actually, I will say. Got the chick. Yeah. Yeah. There's a zombie oh, yeah, cookie like jar. I noticed the zombie cookie jar. Well, I mean, I'm facing that way, but it, that's <laughs> a lot. That is a lot of fun. Flowers. We have to have all the geek bullshit in here. Mm-hmm. We get, we're all kind of required by by law. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Pennsylvania state law. I was gonna say, yeah, we we were all got our our nerd ink. I've got my two uh, mm-hmm. Full Metal Alchemist ones. Nice. I love that one. Yeah, this one's. This one's the newest one. I've been waiting to get another one that my wife drew for me. Awesome. Hi, Car- cool. Hi, Caroline. Hi. Hi. Um, I actually had posted on Facebook. She drew it out for me. It's a back piece going down the arm. So, cool. Uh, 
Yeah, she kind of does every kind of art that yeah. you can imagine. And uh, so she, uh, I had her draw it for me because it's one of those images stuck in my head. I'm like, boy, we can get that out. And let's get it out in a quality way as opposed to let's remake Old Boy. <laughs> hey, if you need a quality hey. piece of chain mail, you hit up Caroline and Phil. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, the, magi- uh, the magician's assistant on Etsy. You can find her there. Actually, I'm actually going to check that out. Hell yeah. Let me doing some Get yourself shopping. a chainmail tie. Yes. <laughs> I, I love, love your chainmail tie. I, it's cool. one of my favorite pieces. My class hasn't seen it yet this semester. Every mm-hmm. day I wear it, every day, the first day I wear it, I always come in and do my first part of the lesson completely ignoring it. And then, questions? Yes. Hey, Dr. L. Yeah. Is that a chainmail tie? I was talking about Gauss's law, but yes, it's a chainmail tie. Thank you for asking. Let's continue the lesson. Like, yeah. this, is to- this is totally normal. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I just ignore it. I'm like, whatever. That's if you ever so wonder awesome. why there was a huge sword above the blackboard. Just in case any of you decided to bring bows and arrows to class today and take me out. <laughs> right through the neck. Guarding the heart. You right here. It. So, what's everyone watching these days? Oh, man. Um, Ryan, you want to start? Or Phil, you want to start? Well, what have you been watching these days? Anything um, sexy and groody or just something fun? Uh, Just fun, sort of catching up. Uh, I uh, we, we had gotten behind because, um, you know, when you're married, you, you kind of save certain things for, for people. Uh, I... I we started watching uh, Luke Cage finally. Oh, word! Oh, Luke Cage is great. That's, That's a, we're, a good one. We're uh, two episodes in. We're it's pretty uh, it's pretty rad. We enjoy that, and uh, not looking forward to Iron Fist, but we kind of want to just kind of get through it. So it's we, not it's not as bad. Iron Fist we is, earn the defenders, so to speak. You yes. know what I mean? Iron Fist yeah. is nowhere near as bad, but it's nowhere even remotely as good as Daredevil. Daredevil is the. Oh, Daredevil's the shit. That's yeah. awesome. It's it's nowhere, nowhere near as good as the rest, but it's not the shit horrible fest everyone is saying it is. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Did mm-hmm. you get to the the bring the ruckus scene yet? No, not oh. yet. Not okay. yet. We're Luke only Cage two. We're only so two in. Funny. We're only it's, two it's in. It's great. But uh, it's, yeah. it's maybe the best one I think. Uh, they're, they're gonna have to work pretty hard to beat Daredevil. Daredevil was awesome. Daredevil season two. I mean, like all the Punisher stuff was great. Really, the first, I've I've gone on record being that the first six episodes, all the Punisher stuff. Awesome. Yeah, then Electra comes in, and I'm like, oh mm, man. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, right. the it wasn't, wasn't but, great. Yeah, but the first even the, breaks the, hard. The whole first season of Daredevil was just great storytelling, and the, the you know the little hints. It's like I mean, it's obvious, but like, here's how he gets the red. Here's how he gets the the scream of sticks. Mm-hmm. Here's why he's got the devil horns on. It's like all the like the pieces of why he dresses like he does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Super appreciate it. And actually, I mean, one no, of one of the things I'm doing for hopefully either. Next Halloween or one of the cons next year will be a uh, uh, Devil of Hell's Kitchen cosplay. Cool. Oh, Not the cool. Daredevil, but the the black suit from the first season. With the oh, the, right. dude, the black suit was so cool. I was actually pissed when they switched to the red suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the black suit was so slick and it was practical. It made sense. Yeah. yeah. That's what I liked about it. Uh, but we, yeah, we started that and then I started uh, The Tick. Which, oh, how is it? It's well, a lot I, of fun. Oh, yeah. pilot. I love the pilot. The pilot. They go to the next two. Uh, I'm only three episodes in. It's just as fun as you want it to be. Oh, I, okay. love, I love Sarah Fenwick. It's not like it's nothing groundbreaking, but if you remember the cartoon, mm-hmm. it is the cartoon come to life. Like I feel cool. like they did a great job with it, and and. I, I wish I knew the name of the actor that got to play the tick because he's just perfectly Peter Serafinowicz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just so perfectly goofy. <laughs> just that that like he's hello peaked. chum. Like mm-hmm. he's just you're Peak. like yeah that's the tick. Damn it! Like you got it, guys. That's exciting. Yeah, no, it's from, totally it's totally from the trailers. It looked like they nailed it pretty well. Like the one line that I keep repeating to people is like when he's there, he's like murder. It's just not 
cool. <laughs> such a tick line. Yeah, Griffin Newman, I like that guy a lot. Jackie like, Earl I, Haley. I really like that pilot. Jackie Earl Haley is a terror. I love the pilot. Yeah, and no, he's. I fine. don't have Amazon Prime, so I've been waiting to borrow my friends to watch it. Oh it, yeah, worth borrowing, begging. It, well, mm-hmm. listen, if you like the tick, and if you you grew up on that Saturday morning cartoon, mm-hmm. sure, go out of your way to watch it. If you're looking for something funny, yeah, go for it at some okay. point. But it's not. I wouldn't say go out of your ways to drop what you're doing right now and start watching it. But like, I mean, I'm actually laughing and it takes quite a bit to make me laugh out loud when I'm sitting like on my couch with my cat. Okay. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, whoa. All right. So, I'm very much the same way. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that now. I think it's worth it. Okay. I, I totally do. Absolutely. Solid. Sold. All right. Yeah. I'll watch it. Ryan, what are you watching these days? Um, oh, Michelle Monaghan and I last night finally finished... Uh, True Detective Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, not nearly as good as 1, but not nearly as bad as I heard it was. Yeah, everyone shit on it because it wasn't 1, and also Nick Pizza Latte didn't have time to yeah, do it. That's, that's why I said, like, you had said something to me, and I, I told her, I was like, well, you gotta think, like, he was living with True Detective Season 1, like, his whole life, mm-hmm. and then it came out and it was awesome, and everyone was like, cool, do it again. Yeah, it's it's not that fucking simple. Yeah. And also, I think he made a mistake Never. of listening to the haters, that he shouldn't, like... I feel like I you watch those first like couple episodes and you're like, oh, he just wants to tell a story about Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. but then, like he felt the need to address people being like, we're all the good women protagonists, and I'm I'm all for that front as well. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but at the same time, it, if it, your story doesn't need one, don't force one, and they forced yeah. her into that. And her character's fine, nothing wrong with a great performance, yeah. but it just doesn't fit, and I especially hate the way they use her at the very end of the series. Like, yeah, that's same. That's dumb. That's fucking dumb. Who cares? Phil, yeah. have you seen True Detective Season 2? No, unfortunately I haven't. I haven't even seen True Detective Season 1 yet. Season 1 I is know. very good. Oh. Listen, it's, it's on the very long list of things I need mm-hmm. to catch up on. The must-watch list. It's just so... The way I keep my schedule and the fact that Caroline and I keep saving things for each other uh-huh. mm-hmm. makes it very tough to keep getting ahead it was like this past summer i finally said no I'm not waiting anymore i'm catching up on house of cards i'm doing it without you sorry yeah. <laughs> you you watch it when you're in the office building costumes i'm gonna watch it when you're out of the house and we'll just keep comparing notes as we go uh-huh. so that's th- it's turning into that so. i see i okay. see but you can skip True Detective season two. Apparently, again, I, apparently, I, apparently, I liked yeah. it enough. Well, I liked it. I liked uh, yeah, it well enough. I'm, it, not, it's, I'm it's not mad good. I watched it. I really liked the music in that season as well. I don't. I didn't like the the, the opening spooky title. Lady. I, you didn't like the Leonard Cohen opening title? No. Does Leonard Cohen do? It's great. Yeah, it's. This doesn't work for you. No, it's not the Handsome Family song, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, the like True Detective season one opening titles is awesome. It got you like yeah. kind of pumped up, and it's just like. Mm-hmm. I left that room, bro. Like, oh, shut the it's fuck Leonard up! Cohen. Can we start the episode already? And also, I do really love uh, that spooky lady singing her spooky lady songs about how sad everything is in her sad bar songs. Oh, yeah. She was great. There was a point in the last episode I looked at her and I was like, you know, I bet she's been the killer the whole time. That would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been very, like, twin The one you least suspect. Yeah, no, but there was a period of time where I would just drive in the nighttime listening to those songs over and over again on loop. Oh, he's so edgy. I know. I'm such an edgy kid, you <laughs> so guys. <laughs> I'd wear my black eyeliner. I'd make myself cry just to make it run. It was cool. Yeah. That part's not real. No. <laughs> Damn it. I, <laughs> I picture that so clearly, which is yeah. what's weird about Might that. Might as well have been. I mean, it's not out of character for me. Yeah. But and so, then, it, good, not good. Do you recommend, Ryan? Uh, it, it, if you if you really, really like True Detective Season 1 and you want more from the same creator, go ahead. Don't expect it to be the same thing at I mean, all. Because more it's totally out. different. Is it really? Yeah, what's his face? Um, uh, oh, no. 
Mahershala Ali is uh, going to be leading it, and it takes place in the Ozarks, apparently. Hmm. I okay. do love him. He's fantastic. He's fucking racist. He's, He's great. Wonderful. Okay. I'll, I'll watch it. It's another season get, of get True Detective. Get Cottonmouth doing some detectiving. That should be cool. Yeah, sure. Oh, I, I, I always know. picture him as um, from... Uh, House of Cards, because he was... Oh, I know he's in that. Oh, he's outstanding. I watched, like, the first, like, 70% of season one. Guy, uh, season two is unbelievable, too. Season... House of Cards, like, I've never watched it. It's Fincher. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It, there was well, something... he's got a new show coming out, too. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. It was one of Caroline's friends got us into it, and we're like, all right, that was pretty cool, let's keep going. And she was like, <laughs> okay. all right, let's keep going. I'm a completist, so of course I'm gonna... I got you. Do it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do need to end it after the next one because they're they're certain you could see they're like well you could stretch this mm-hmm. or you could take it to a rousing conclusion. Okay, so cracks are starting to show a little bit. Yeah, it's like okay, make the choice to control the end and don't just yeah stretch this. Stick the landing. Yeah. yeah, there's so many there's so few shows that like overstay their welcome and then the ending is like awful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. To belabor a point. Uh, Breaking Bad's ending ended perfectly on the logical closure point. That's yeah. that was one of my favorites. Even Sons of Anarchy like even they, did it pretty well They didn't need too. to break that season into two. There could have been one season that would have been tighter. Uh, I heard <laughs> that uh, what's the Sons of Anarchy ended ended exactly the way it was supposed to, yeah. according to uh, my brother-in-law, basically. Yeah, I mean it 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 got a little um, dorky uh-huh. and like. The little like towards the end because I think like so much just, of the fan base are just like motorcycles are awesome and I want to be in a club too. You're like, dude, it's the fucking drama show. Like, shut up. <laughs> like, it, it just got a little over the top at a certain points. But the last season was extremely satisfying. Mm. I actually think season two for that series is the high water mark. They often so, are. Yeah, that's sophomore season. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, other than that, uh, Gabriel and I watched uh, Kingsman last night. The first one. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, wait, not the second one. No, no the not first yet. one. I uh, watched it with uh, former guest Steve Boston, Ryan Hill. Thanks, oh. boys. Be great. Hi, Steve. Hi, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, good guys. Just yell upstairs. Um, Hi, Ryan. Wait, really? They live upstairs? Oh, Ryan Hill does. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say. Right above it. Sex and Violence Studios. Got it. Yeah. So we hang out in the theater, drank bourbon. Uh, Steve brought cupcakes and danishes and things. Bourbon squares. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I knew I, I knew I should have brought cookies instead of beer. <laughs> <laughs> beer is perfect. You, you hit the, the sweet you spot. hit this perfectly for me. This is, these are my sweets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kingsman 1, great same movie? thing. We like I it. I think it's a fucking great movie. Love it to death. Everyone it's a lot of problems fun. with the ending. If I think I'm too hard about it the at princess. all, I get a little bit irritated, like butt-fucking a princess. You're an independently owned, non-government regulated, crazy rich people society whose founding principle is be a gentleman. That sounds fucking wrong. Just slightly yeah, weird. But again, yeah. first fight scene in the movie, like when you hear that bump, bump, like in the bar scene like when the the Kingsman like score comes up I'm like oh something cool is going to happen I think it's a great movie oh, I love it I, it's a perfectly satisfying wonderful it fills all those beats just right you love everyone it's great Yeah, it's a great movie that's fantastic can't wait for the sequel I uh, apparently not doing too well no uh, last I checked we are at like 59% shit oh yeah. off where like IGN or where uh, rotten uh, I see Already? 52% Metascore on IMDb right yeah, now. I, I oh, think that's it's, too bad. I think bad. it's suffering, like, it's it's going to be, like, suffering from sequelitis. That's a shame. Let's double mm. down on the things we thought worked, and it just became, like, a little, like, too oh, over the top. Oh, boy, that hurts my heart. Yeah, it sucks, but I'm, that it's not going to deter me from going to the theater Oh, yeah, I'll be there. I only wish the first one made more people actually dress nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming from a guy who wears a suit to work still. Yeah. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm never in, not in a shirt and tie in front of my class. Yeah. Very rarely. Well, you're a classy dude, though. I'm I try. Said, like, when you came here, it's like, 
we're all seeing each other in street clothes for like the first time, and it's like, who are you? Oh, oh, like, oh, hey, hey, you look up? like that without a vest and a shirt. Yeah. My yeah, uh, my thing throughout the uh, the fall is uh, none of my regulars re- recognize me at all because I'm wearing what I call homeless biker chic, uh-huh. <laughs> cool leather jacket, and just like all these awesome chucks and shit, and just like ripped up jeans yeah, and I dirty the, t-shirts. I noticed uh-huh. the chucks on the way in yep. too. I, I didn't count how many. I'm up to three pairs. I only have. Three. I'm at three too. I have a blue, red, and black. But I'm a I'm a red Chuck guy because of uh, Dwight McCarthy in Sin City. Fair. Uh, blue, black, and purple actually. Oh, very nice. Purple. Yeah. Purple's uh, just a sort of a stage color for me. When I cool. go on stage, I tend to wear purple. Nice. So I find a lot of men go like blue, black, and then a rotator color. Mm-hmm. I got a friend who had like a pair of yellow ones, and I was like, that's that's ballsy. That's ballsy. Can't do anything yellow. It yeah. just doesn't look right on me. Yeah. I wear brown dress shoes with brogues. Yeah, but that's working that's for cool. you. That's working yeah, for you. You gotta match the belt, baby. Well, I was gonna say, you got the, you got the look. It looks good on you. Yeah. I can't, I don't do browns. I just, eh. Mm. Gabriel, you're always dressed very nicely on days off. Thank you, Ryan. No, I, tr- I truly mean that. Whenever yeah. we go out, I'm like, damn, Gabriel. No, I, 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 was, I was fishing for that, so. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. You're, you're, looking, welcome. you're looking fabulous. Thank you, Phil. You always look good. Gabe, anything else you've been watching? Um, it's not even remotely sexy or violent. You know, listeners, so I love grody-ass films, but I'm just as often watching rom-coms that I probably, if the reviews had been good, I probably would have seen Three Guys Run Train and Reese Witherspoon, just because I, I, that's the kind of thing I like. Um, my dad's the same kind of way. So I am, even though I like making fun of it, I'm a big fan of Jane Austen stuff. So I started watching the web series... The Lizzie Bennet Diaries, which is an adorable, well-made series from the guy, from the creators of, um, what's it called? Crash Course. Okay. Informational kind of things. So it's a hundred episode web series, um, three to eight minute episodes, all about a modern day retelling of Pride and Prejudice. And it's super fucking charming. Cool. It's delightful. Delightful? It is positively delightful. It's just so positive. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I, I have this class these days where I, I, I have to read an English, cent- like, a 19th century English novel, like, every fucking week. So I've been ingrained in the mode. So I guess I can't, kind of can't break it. I'm reading Hard Times by Charles Dickens right now. And it's, uh, it's, it's big. I'm, I'm going to a roundtable discussion about Jane Austen's persuasion in half an hour. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I Sounds feel like, so huh? much less nerdy. And when I walked out, I was like, wow, thank God. Yeah. I was going to say, like, you're not in the city right now. Oh, no, I don't have class this week. Oh, okay. That would be great. I was like, I was like weird. shit! Nice it's Tuesday, what the How, hell? I was going to say, did you get your helicopter to come here? And <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm, uh, my teacher, who is, like, three years younger than me, he was like, oh, shit, uh, next week's a conversion day. Oops. Well, see you guys the week after that. And I'm like, well, all right then. Okay. Okay. What's a conversion day? Oh, I'm a follows a Friday um, schedule on a Tuesday. Just oh. to make up for, like, actual days off. But oh, whatever. cool. Yeah, so here I am in town on a Tuesday. I was freaking out about how I had all this work to do and I haven't done it yet, but I'm like, oh, today's only Tuesday. I can edit all four podcasts I need to get done and I have to write all this, et cetera, stuff and read all these books. Gibby's a busy bee. Yeah, Man with a plan, though. Yes, indeed. Mm. She got that going for yeah. you. Well, anyway, let's move on to our next bit. Phil, sure. while, since you're our guest, let's yeah. learn a little bit more about you, because we want to know about you. Um, so, let's start with this. What's sure. your favorite movie? Of all time. Of all time. Memento. 
Oh, really? Cool. Okay. I can't, I, there's something about that movie, the way it's shot. The I was way gonna that, bring up Prestige to you because it's a magic thing. You're a Nolan guy. Uh, generally speaking, yes. Uh, most of what Nolan's done, I enjoy. I do enjoy the Prestige. I think it's really good. What's fun is if you're a magic person, there's a lot of nods to actual magic people in there cool. oh, and cool. actual events. And there's a there's a whole history of that era of people stealing uh, assistance and stealing technology and effects and, and fighting each other, literally having theaters across the street from each other and, and just messing with each other left and right. That and sounds so, awesome. It, it, there's a lot that's true in there, which is kind of fun. I mean, dramatized, but based on a lot of what happened, yeah. which is a lot of fun for, for a magician, but I mean, a beautiful movie anyway. Uh, can't say I didn't see the twist coming, but whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I like that one. But Memento for me, the storytelling, the ending, just that last, the line, the the, and it's delivered so well. Is you know, do I lie to myself? Uh, in your case, Teddy, I'll make an exception. It's just such. That's just. Oh, you're like the whole movie was a, was a fucking lie, yeah. but it was <laughs> for the right reason to a point, and you're like, I don't know how to feel about that, and it just. Mm-hmm. That cl- again, claustrophobic filmmaking, especially you know, as soon as you cut to that first black and white scene, mm-hmm. everything in that is a is a jump cut, and it's tight, and it's disorienting, and, and that's the feeling that they want, and it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, that movie makes you emotionally queasy. Like oh, yeah. the first time you see that yeah. that that photograph, that Polaroid of him shirtless and smiling, it hits you. You're, you're like, oh no, what does this mean? Wait a minute. So yeah. then this isn't the first time he found. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, it, it, who's it, it lying? It's your stomach. Oh, it's it's wonderful. It's a great movie. I, I absolutely love that one. Um, I mean, the tattoos always get me. Yeah, I love it. Also, don't oh, trust yeah. don't trust Teddy. Yeah. What was that? Don't, was it don't trust Teddy? Is that the, t- the don't believe his says? lies? Don't, don't believe his lies. lies. And, it, you know, good cast in that one, too. I mean, uh, Guy Pierce is fine. Mm-hmm. Joe Pantoliano is just, you know... Always good to see him. He's always, oh, he's always happy to see that guy. A second Goonie to show up in the show today, actually. Josh Brolin, Joey Pants. Mm-hmm. There you go. From Hoboken, being nice. Jersey Jersey guy. Um, <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss. Who's wonderful. Yeah. Um, she's great in uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah. yeah really good. good in that. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones was good, too. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a solid I'll ask you what I ask everyone. Have you seen Veronica Mars? No, and I know you asked that, and you've mentioned it to me before. Yes. And I don't know if that's just a slight generational gap between the two of us. Because mm-hmm. you're just a little bit younger than I am. Yeah, like Veronica Mars, I think, I've always said, Jessica Jones wishes it was Veronica Mars. Like, Veronica Mars, I think, is unimpeachably great. And I think Jessica Jones is a lot of really, really phenomenal mm-hmm. stuff, but it's nowhere near as good a detective show about, like, trauma. Mm-hmm. I like the character of Jessica Jones, though. Like a, I like a broken detective. Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. Gotta see. I, can I borrow those DVDs? I think Jenny Hyas wants to go. <laughs> do you want me borrow. to just deliver them? Um, I'm I'm going to the discussion with her. Oh okay yeah. Ryan sure. pointed out the window, so I'm just yes. I just had this picture of like, do you want me to deliver them? And I just pictured you frisbeeing them right out the window, <laughs> just, just whipping my Veronica Mars DVDs. I'm like, well, all right then. Fair uh, enough, Ryan. Yeah. Um, so next question then. Um, what's your favorite movie this year so far? Followed by the next question. What are you looking forward to this year? Uh, what's left? It, it's funny because in the break and, and just now I was looking back and forth and, and uh, there's been a bunch of movies this year but nothing, honestly, I, I can honestly say this year nothing has stood out that I'm like, that was the best movie I saw this year. Everything else was just kind of, yeah, yeah, middle of the road kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Blade Runner like the both of you. Yeah. I mean, and again, thanks Caroline for that. She got me into that. Thank uh, you, Caroline. Oh, 
Yeah. Sweet, sweet woman. It's a she, listen. She's a keeper for so many reasons, <laughs> but that that's not not the least of which. Uh, and then another reason she's I'm looking forward to the Last Jedi because I'm a, oh, oh yeah. I mean, how could you? I'm a Star Wars guy. Like I I had a lightsaber duel for my first dance, and that was her idea. Awesome. That's fantastic. That was her idea, and and. I, I can't not look forward to that. I mean, I'm gonna. I know exactly what's gonna happen too. That's the funny thing. It's coming out in December. Okay. We. I have a standing date with not me and just her, but myself and my little cousin Jimmy. Nice. Hey, Jimbo, and uh, and his wife. And the last uh, two Star Wars releases running, they've come out here. We've gone to see it together, and we promised them this time we go back home to Jersey. We'd catch it with them. So I know opening weekend, I'm taking a trip to Jersey. Me and Jimmy and Sam and Caroline, we're all going out and we're all going to end up seeing The Last Jedi together and getting sushi afterwards just because it's what we've done two That's years awesome. running. We're going to keep doing it. That's a great plan. It's a great time. Listen, I I grew up on that. I mean, that was, you know, one of my first uh, one of my first movies, one of my first memories was watching the uh, the speeder bike chase mm. okay, through, yeah. through Endor. Like, I don't know why, <laughs> but I have that memory as a kid and... Uh, I mean, you know, I got into physics so I could build a lightsaber. Imagine my disappointment now that I realize I'm like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <sighs> I believe in you. You know I'm an optics guy. Like, that was my specialty. And I'm like, <laughs> God damn, that's not going to work no matter what I do. It's not happening. have an endpoint here. Yeah, you're, you're, that's you're, the problem. It doesn't stop. It just keeps going. This is bullshit. That would be a good first step. Listen, it'd be a nice... I mean, I'd love to be able to do it. I do own... You're still young. Relatively speaking. Yeah. Still time. Still, Still time. time. I mean, I've got, awesome. Still time. I've got seven replica lightsabers between myself and Caroline. Oh, that's so Beautiful. awesome. She owns three of them. I, I own four. You have one more. I still only have two hands, by the way. Yeah, well, you know, so give yourself some grievous arms. Despite the, <laughs> I was going to say, despite the fact that I own four, mm-hmm. that would be a bad... I have the extra hilts for the cosplay if I do grievous. Nice. See? Shit. I feel Caroline, like get on that. That's technical. <laughs> that's get the on next that. thing to do. Fair, there, there, why was there never like a, a, a beautiful like army of darkness kind of thing where guys a lightsaber for a hand? Mm. Too it, easy. Too easy. Just go boop. Light, lightsaber yeah, is the ultimate right weapon. In. You're gonna have to like figure out a way to turn it on with like nerves. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Why not? The arm. Sure. I just you know bring bring in Bruce Campbell. Every time you tighten, just clicks I'm, on. Oh my God, Bruce Campbell with a lightsaber. Mm. Oh. I love him so much. Can we make that happen out JJ there in Abrams the internet? Make somehow that make that happen. JJ. Listen to us. Please. We need you. You're our only hope. He's the last Jedi. Bruce Campbell, last Jedi. <laughs> he just shows up. That's the twist. Ash appears out of nowhere like, I went really too far this time. <laughs> I would just want him like coming out of a cave and clicking it and just groovy. Oh my God. Oh, that would be amazing. Make that happen. Oh, Something make that happen. That's a brilliant plan. Yep. Yeah, no. Last Jedi. Uh, that's also. Yeah, I think I, everyone here is looking I hate, to that. I hate crowds too much, so I'm I'm I, I don't like fighting crowds. I'm gonna wait till the school day, the first school day after it comes out, and go see the earliest possible screening. So Monday. So like I don't know, it's coming out around Christmas. So it might be on Christmas the 15th. break. Fifteenth. Oh. oh fuck yeah! I'm going Monday afterwards, Monday morning. Yeah, I'm going that Sunday. I don't even give a shit. Yeah. I was no, gonna say we'll, we'll buy crowd. the we'll buy the tickets ahead of time. It'll probably be that Saturday or that Sunday. Yeah, if, if I don't have a full road of myself, I'm irritated. That's no, no. This is one of those movies that <laughs> really should be enjoyed with a crowd. I think it's also a movie that needs to be seen on the big screen. Oh, 100%. yeah. Sure. That's a, it's a Holy big shit, screen sure. movie. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm not a big fan of 3D movies in general, but um, episode, uh, episode 7. Big screen, 
3D was brilliant in that one because you finally, you, you know, she's climbing around and you don't realize what she's climbing around. And then you see the big shot going down the hull of the Star Destroyer and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's the scale of that thing. Is this filmmaking? Oh, it was brilliant. I was like, oh, thank you for finally showing how large these things are, how massive. I've always wondered. We should be getting another trailer soon. From what I was reading online, they were talking about waiting till football season started and like a really big like Monday night game to drop the trailer. So because there's the next month. There's there's two overlapping demographics. Yeah, it's weird though because it's like oh we're gonna drop it up. That's a it's a lot of eyes. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of eyes. It just it I, and then that's got to be the the it's got to be a volume play so to speak mm-hmm. because demographically speaking. Sports ball versus <laughs> lightsabers. Yeah, but it's, it's cool nerd, to be a nerd. Is a new world. Yeah. People are all about it. Mostly. Mostly. I, I, I imagine there's very few football fans who are like, what? Fuck Star Wars. But it's the same dudes who are like, football, hell yeah. Dude, new Star Wars is doing it. I think it's the same, it's the same yeah. crowd these days. Yeah, it pretty much is. Fair. I always lament that like when I graduated high school, uh, the summer after is when uh, The Dark Knight came out. Mm-hmm. I remember always getting shit for like reading comics and like study hall and shit. I'm like fucking asshole, look at him—he's reading fucking Batman comics. <laughs> S- six months later, and fucking there we go. Now we're watching dark. Everyone's dark night, and there's you this... had a you had seven years of buffer on me there mm-hmm. for, for the for the for the scales to tip towards uh, nerddom taking yep. over. <laughs> I, I, I graduated in two thousand and one from high school, so mm-hmm. so close. Yeah. Yep. Nope. No. Well, but the nerd world these days. Don't you remember the line in 21 Jump hearts. Street? What the fuck is this? Comics are cool? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this world is anymore. Anything else coming out? We're all looking forward to Star Wars, uh, um, Blade Runner. Gonna, probably going to go see Kingsman. It sucks that it's kind of... Oh, I'm going to see that no matter well, what. Whatever. Ragnarok the, soon. Ragnarok soon. The, oh, yeah. the 80s trailer is pretty cool. Anything I, else? I did appreciate the 80s-ness of the trailer, but I... I well, they, made, they just put one online where they... Uh, uh, I, I believe it is the actual like filmmaker uh, made a trailer look Wichita. like it's done on a VHS tape from like the 80s. Oh, I haven't seen that Oh, yet. it's pretty cool. I'm going to have to check it's that out. Cool. You can watch it on air. Yeah, we can do it. All right. Uh, pull it up. Do it, Ryan. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil, stall for time. Um, so, listeners out there, hi. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Phil Laporta hanging out uh, with uh, Ryan and Gabe. Uh, trying to vamp for time, I uh, <laughs> guess, um, you know, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. If you enjoy us, you know, uh, rate Gabe and uh, Ryan on iTunes. Give them a, give them a five-star rating because they're fantastic. And uh, it'll help them get in other people's ears. And um, I guess while you're at it, check out uh, my podcast, which will be out soon, called The Whip Around. How do you spell the... that? Correctly. Um, all yeah, all I did the dad joke. I'm such a dick. <laughs> I, I'm that professor. I hate it. I hate it to a point, nope, but I'm I still that it. professor. I, I love it. I love a good um, horrible pun. T H E W H I P A R O U N D. Whip around is one word? Yes. The okay. whip around. One word. Keep so. stalling. I'm still looking for it. On the still <laughs> looking for it. Okay. Uh, shoot. I don't know that I have too much. Uh, Gabe, you should pimp your, uh, your cabaret. Oh, I've been doing that. Listeners, yeah, if you're in the area of October 12th in the, like, the general Lehigh Valley area in Pennsylvania, come see me sing songs from Broadway. I know that sounds kind of lame, but I promise I'm going to be super sexy doing it. I'm going to be in full drag for at least half of it. Hell and uh, yeah. It should be a great time. You should come by. It'll be cool. Um, also, rate that five stars wherever you can do that. I don't know where. It should be fine. In person. In person. Walk up to me. If you're a sexy lady, walk up to me. Just give me like a big old full boobied hug and be all like, five stars. Five stars, sweetheart. And I'm like, thank you. Beautiful. You sounded, okay. you sounded like a southern belle about, to get, va- about to get the vapors. <laughs> well, here we go. Uh-oh. 
Oh, wow. That's fun. <laughs> it gets so much better. Awesome. Oh, wow. The 80s vibe the effects. Yep. I mean, the tracking is off. <laughs> In Lou Ferrigno? Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. That's awesome. Wait a minute. I really hope there's nobody in there with like an actual gun and that was just a, a fun <laughs> thing to throw in. Yep, that's Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> From the fly. Nicely done. Wow. That's incredible. That's amazing. Right? I that, saw that's it. so fantastic. That makes me very happy. I saw it and I was like, oh, god damn it. Why can't all trailers be like this anymore? It's brilliant. What? It's it's our generation's taking over, finally. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm Making just going to go. cool again? Oh, it's my old, old junk mall. The guy set up his new shop. I bought 10. Like I walked in being like, I'm going to grab one or two. Walked out of 10 again. Just like a big sack full of VHS tapes. There you go. Happy days. Um, so that's about the end of things. Let's do some plug-in. Uh, you can find uh, the Twitter for this show at SNV Podcast. Uh, S as in Sid, N as in Nancy, V as in Violence Podcast. Uh, me, I'm on the uh, the Instagrams, Tango Like Cash. You can see pictures of cocktails, maybe my cat. That's about it. If you also want to join uh, Ryan on a fire raid, uh, Destiny 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If anyone else plays Destiny 2 and you want to hang out and shoot aliens and robots in the face, uh, Tango Like Cash on the PlayStation Network. Come hang out. Come hang out. Phil, do some plug-in for us? Um, I guess you can find me. I, I don't tweet too much, but I am on the, on the Twitters, and I have a, it's a P as in Phil, R as in Robert, L as in... Longustine. Longustine. <laughs> underscore alchemist nice at uh on the twitters and uh pretty soon uh look for us at the whip around podcast uh that's my buddy sean hayes and dave diorio and we're gonna be starting that uh current and recent events uh goofiness educational and slapstick podcast rad excellent 
Yep. I'll be listening. All right, listeners, you can find me, Gabriel Mara, all over the internet. I'm on Twitter and Tumblr as gmara number four serious. You can also find me on the Instagram at tumbledry of five wise. Please also listen to uh, Slow Readers. Almost said sex and violence again. Yep. Slow Readers, the other Top Gal radio production. Fuck you, Danny. Fuck you. Phil. Oh, fuck you, Danny. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Slow Readers. It's our show about literature where Daniel William Reichel and I talk about books. Um, this coming episode we are doing finally fucking Daniel's favorite goddamn thing Legends of the Fall by Jim Harrison it's a really good book so far I'm enjoying okay. it but besides that uh, that's kind of it right besides visit me and Ryan at the bookstore speakeasy 336 Adams Street, Street in Bethlehem Pennsylvania come visit us review our shows give us five stars and we'll give you a free cocktail we're there Thursdays through Saturdays come hang yeah, come hang, come drink, come talk movies. Yeah. And well, maybe be a guest. That's what Phil did. I was going to yeah. say, that's yeah. how I got here. Yeah, Phil, thank you for being on our show. Yeah, thank, thank you guys you, so much for having me. I had, such a fun, I had such a fun time. This is fantastic. I maybe hope we do it again. Maybe next time we'll watch too. a better movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, next time let's... Uh, we let's, have options. Next time, not old boy again, please. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's just do it again. That'll be great. Yeah. We'll All right. <laughs> so I've been Gabriel Mara. I'm always Ryan Snyder. And I always will be Phil Laporta. Thanks for listening, See guys. See you next week. week. Bye. 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 This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topgauntradio.com.